listening to the Live Lift Play podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Live Lift Play podcast. I'm your host Stephen Kinsler, and today I have owner of Off Grid Recovery and Wellness, a new company in Bray, and uh, Dean. Uh, what's well, And his name is Dean Smith. Uh, Dean, welcome to the show. Thank you, my man. I appreciate you bringing me on board. Yeah. So um, for people, um, so firstly. I got a message from you a while back through my my gym page um, that you've opened this new place. Do you want to come down and have a try? And I was like, free sauna as always. As, as always, as always, I'm <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, always yeah. for that. Free ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I went down, had a look, was completely blown away by what you were offering because I. I've, I've I've seen recovery uh, well uh, kind of centers kind of pop up uh, over the last kind of year or two. I've never really seen something that's been really inviting, and uh, normally it's uh, more I suppose clinical looking. Yeah, what I've seen uh, just from online from uh, what people have uh, people I know have gone to, but yours as soon as you walk in, it's warm, it's welcome, and you've made some like big changes since oh for first sure day, yeah since. for sure for sure um so for pe- for people that don't know it yet like what does off-grid offer for for anyone that wants yeah, to of course. try it um i suppose like the the the, the big kind of the premise that we're pushing at the moment and in it's force of its kind in the country essentially is private infrared saunas mm. and more so private contrast therapy sessions so I've kind of seen a massive influx of people spending a lot more time in the war yeah. throughout the whole COVID situation, which was an amazing thing because I feel like it's something we have on our doorstep yeah. that is pushing people to a certain limit and, and helping them build that kind of strength within themselves. So I only recently came back to Ireland from living abroad and when I was looking for this kind of similar setup to what I had experienced when I was living abroad, I just couldn't find it. Like mm. you said... I had spent some time popping around to different places that were a bit more clinical. Mm. Um, I found that a lot of the guys who set these places up were kind of have backgrounds of like uh, health and fitness or kind of like physiotherapy and stuff like that. So they had taken a lot of that into it, which was practical, functional, but it didn't suit everybody. So I kind of created off-grid to be much more like unique, stylish, but also beneficial for people. So the kind of the main reason it was set up or the main goal was to, to give people therapeutic benefits to hot and cold yeah so everything with off-grid is essentially private look don't get me wrong i think there's a place in the world for everything <clears throat> that, that people are doing uh, i just wanted to go down a bit of a different route yeah. i wanted people to feel like that when they come in they're like oh this is this is something unique it's something different and it's eye-catching and that's the experience that i had and it, one of the things like because i need headspace yeah and i used to do I, I still do i don't do as much but i used to do the water a lot go down first thing in the morning, go for a dip. And in all fairness, because of there's so many people down there, it's not headspace anymore for me. So <laughs> yeah, I stopped yeah. doing it and I do it rarely. And I, I go to more isolated areas. Like I, I love doing it in Glendalock or I'll go to Unarena Bray. Uh, I'll go like to, to Kleine White Rock at specific times because I know there's going to be very few people there. Um, but then obviously when I went down, I was like, I got an hour to myself in a room got to sweat, got to get in cold, got to do the things I really like to do and just clear the head. So I think a good thing, like, and I don't know if the name is part of it, but off grid is off the grid. That's the the whole premise was to create something that was off the grid was like for for the last, yeah, for a long time, it's been my kind of, my lifestyle has been trying to kind of move into a position where 
I'm away from everything and uh, I'm a little bit switched off and a little bit detached from mm. as much as is going on or as much as you can make yourself detached from circumstances yeah. around you. So yeah, it kind of really resonated with me. The, the name just clicked. Um, funny enough, I actually used to own like a small barbershop and the, the barbershop was called Off Grid Studios. Okay. But when we followed the barbershop, it was always like Off Grid was always going to stay. So that was yeah. something that I really wanted to push forward with. And when we created Off Grid Recovery and Wellness, the recovery and wellness side is more so just kind of tightening up what we do. Yeah. Like it's it's essentially like a little indicator for people of this is what we do here. But off grid is the name, off grid mm. is the is the brand essentially, yeah. you know. And I think a lot of people do resonate with that because like that you're seeing more and more regularly people are starting to go against the status quo, they're starting to move in a different direction in their life. They're stopping to think that, oh shit, like I'm not I don't want to be part of a master plan. Yeah. I don't want to do the nine to five, I don't want to do what uh, everybody else is doing you know i want to go in a little bit of a different direction so yeah i think that really was why we kind of kept the name and why it really resonates with a lot of people and i think covid helped that a lot for a lot of people being for sure. working from home and realizing hey i don't want to commute like i had friends that were commuting an hour and a half every day to work and they were half so it's three hours in a car they're getting to see their kids more all that so but again obviously like everyone's like they're all on everyone's on social media it's it's it was uh and a stat just came out today it was on the radio is that most people check their phones over 50 times a day and and because and in on the spartan podcast i heard uh i just seen a clip of it today as well is that students in college in america they did a study where they can most students can only focus for up to four minutes without thinking about something else because they have them all switch up it's like four minutes of uh, a focus before they start like they hear a notification and once that bell or ring goes off dopamine their brain is yeah, so addicted to it so um getting away from it is i think essential and a lot of people just they need like i think everyone needs heads personal time for sure i think if you if you, if you, if you can't spend time with yourself you need to you need to figure out well why. do you know what if you can't spend time with yourself you need to start spending time with yourself mm. because there's a reason behind it and yes. you'll you'll come to find what that reasoning is when you do start to feel comfortable being alone because yeah. at the start it can be it, it can be tough for a lot of people and that's some people don't really operate well in that circumstance mm. but finding peace with being alone is one of the most powerful things you can do oh, yeah because like that you can get into a zone uh where there's nothing interrupts you You're almost like a flow state nothing mm. uh nothing can get in the way of what you're doing there's no distractions there's no issues and you're finding peace with what you're doing alone yeah. like something i actually only talked to a, a guy about this a couple of days ago we were chatting about trying to get out of what your your standard day is or your standard routine and just doing unique things that you don't normally do or that put you in a bit of a strange situation and one of them that i'd kind of suggested to him was go out for something to eat alone in a restaurant and don't take out your phone <clears throat> go out order order a beer order a glass of wine whatever order what you're gonna have and sit in the restaurant alone and the only discomfort you'll see is from people who are together when they're looking at you and they almost feel sad like oh this guy's alone yeah. it's like i'm choosing to be alone and i'm enjoying the fact that i'm here just eating a meal i don't have to speak to anybody but i still get somebody to serve me food yeah it's a, it's a very empowering experience but again stay away from the phone stay away from something that's going to connect you back to to being essentially in a group or in constant contact with people you know whatsapp's going instagram's going yeah. facebook's going so if you can do that it's a very empowering experience well that was that was so and i, I like i remember when you like when they brought in the smoking ban and la, uh, like most of my mates would smoke and they'd go out and i'd be sitting there i'd be like 
literally pretended to text. Yeah, because I didn't have social media. Safety net. I'm that old. Um, but no, that, that was something we did. Like when I was actually in Australia, it was something I did quite regularly because of the work I was doing. Um, my hours were all erratic, so I go to the cinema on your own. Because they go, oh, weird, I'll go cinema. No. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I go for food on your own. I, I would more than like, I would, I'd bring a book, but like, I did, wouldn't have social media. You had a phone to make phone calls. Yeah, yeah. So you're uh, sitting there pretending to text yeah, when, you're, yeah. when you're waiting on your own. 2006 <laughs> time. Um, but yeah, doing that. And I've said that to people about, have you ever just like gone cinema on or gone for food on your own or gone sit somewhere on your own? And uh, no, no, I couldn't do that. I was like, that's the thing. You need there's, to yeah, understand. There's an underlying you situation. You need to here. understand that there's something there you need to deal with that like you said and because that is eating away with you somewhere in life and finding that time to yeah just that headspace you need and then the the thoughts that you're trying to avoid will start coming in but then who knows you might start dealing with them start addressing them and then you because you will once you start getting through all that you're going to be a happier person um and i think that's a big thing for people and um, I know it's completely gone off topic of what off grid is, <laughs> but well, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, life. yeah, and like like that. Yeah. Essentially, it's the same thing. Like what what we're doing is providing people with a space to be alone. To, yeah. To and as well as that is to not just be alone with yourself, but to test your your physical and, and mental capabilities mm. and limits because the sessions were essentially for. We've obviously got a couple of different. We've got a range of different products at off grid and services. Um, the building the foundation block of off grid was private sauna and ice bath use so when you're in your suite on your own you get a kickback the sessions are prolonged so they, they range from about 45 to one hour long yeah and the beauty of infrared is it takes away the discomfort that a lot of people find in a traditional sauna like a finished sauna well yeah i like i found that because you said like it's of my first time like it's an hour i'm like what are you like, talking about 10 yeah. minutes i'm done he goes no 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 and you won't start sweating until about 20 i was like but then like it was just like ah uh, my first one i remember coming out going my god that's i just feel amazing it's a very in, <clears throat> indescribable experience um and the reason why the two pair to, together so well is when you're spending so long in infrared sauna or any prolonged amount of time mm. in the sauna like the you won't really feel the onset of sweat like you're saying to about 20 25 minutes mm. your core temperature is rising your the dilation of your blood is a lot thinner because of the heat yeah so it's moving around the body a lot faster when you go from that experience of 45 minutes in deep deep heat to an ice like the essential ice bath is yeah. four degrees so you're sitting at around 70 degrees for 45 minutes the the dilation of the blood is moving around the body everything's relaxed and flowing inflammation's going down and then you jump into an ice bath that's set at four degrees it's almost like car crash moment yeah. your body are, it's kind of stingy yeah of course <laughs> the, the the nerve endings are firing the all the, the the dilated blood is flowing back to the internal yeah. organs so it's a such a unique and intense experience yeah but from that point the the adrenaline levels are going up norepinephrine's going up the the chemical balance in the body is changing which is an amazing thing also mm. so we have the ability to do this as humans and it's also bringing on a hormetic stressor it's also bringing on a controlled environment for stress so what I find a lot is, and it's a it's a great thing. People go in, say if they if they do a double session with a friend or if they do a session on their own, they do the forty five minutes in the sauna. They find it deeply relaxing. They really enjoy it. They say, right, I'm gonna get out. I'm gonna get into the ice bath. I always say to them, look, do do whatever feels comfortable. I never yeah. try to set a time or an expectation for them. And when they get in, the first time around, they say, no, like I have to yeah. get out because the 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 body is screaming. What yeah. are you doing? Why are we here? 
So it's that little voice in the back of your head that kind of steers you in the direction of saying, nah, look, just chill out, like you'll be fine, give it 20, 30 seconds. Yeah. And if you can do that, then you can you can branch off and you can add on to it. But for some people who get out and then when they're like, okay, they, they stand outside for a minute or two and they take a breath and they're like, I need to get back in here. Mm. It's almost a, a, a defeat. They feel yeah, defeated yeah. if they don't go back and, and beat that first initial record, which is an amazing thing because it's a very uncomfortable situation. It is. And it's driving people back instantly. So people are putting themselves in an uncomfortable situation, not liking it, they're getting out, but then automatically they get back in because mm. they feel like, if I don't do this, I'm letting myself down. Yeah. Or, and and in, something inside them is pushing them to do it, which is great because if you can kind of branch off on that and you can take that mentality in going forward in your yeah. life, things start to change. If Look, we're not all going to like the situations we're in, but, yeah. but if you push on and you just keep moving forward, Things change. You, things get, you accept them. You adapt to them. You, you overcome them. them. And then, like the, the cold water thing, and I know, like I've seen the book there. You like you've done the Wim Hof stuff, and I have looked into all that. I've read the book, and I I practiced them for quite some time, uh, and I'm, I've kind of moved off from that. But that whole thing of when you get in there and then surrendering and controlling your breathing and then relaxing, allowing Just your body to completely peace. relax in that cold. You don't think about anything. No. Because you are so just focused on the moment. And that is something that firstly, like if you get it winning it, so it doesn't have to be like people think, oh I do ten minutes. It's like, no, if it's your first time, do a minute, maybe nine seconds. Even, whatever whatever for me. Whatever just whatever, whatever the body get. tells you. Whatever yeah. whatever your body, your physical limits are telling you. Some yeah. days I can be in there for seven minutes, eight minutes. Some days I'm in there for two minutes. Yeah. It's it's more so just about embracing it, getting in and doing the work. Yeah. But I think um, what you're saying there has a very fa- valid point to something you spoke about a couple of minutes ago. About when you're in there, you're only thinking about one thing. You're thinking, mm. shit, this is cold. <laughs> but, but essentially, <laughs> yeah. it's silence. It's silence of the mind. It's like a it's a immersive meditation experience yeah. and i think if we if a lot of people took that if you, a lot of us students took that mentality or they started to use cold water or use something that was a hormetic stressor mm. they'd find that the attention span would go up like yeah. that four minute attention span would start to increase over time because you're practicing it's like yeah. anything the mind is a muscle if you practice them if you, if oh, you yeah. exercise the muscle it grows it yeah. comes stronger so yeah i, def- I definitely think alternate forms of, of therapy that are starting to kind of come out and be exposed at the moment are hugely beneficial okay. without the need for medication or without the need for like a lot of US students or a lot of students in general. Yeah. I, I've seen a lot of people like that talk about Adderall and, and, they, and they think this is an amazing thing. I'd love mm. to get my hands on some of that and try something. Why? You don't like... You don't need this, it. This is something that was created in a, in a controlled lab environment to, to bring up attention span for people with ADHD. Mm. But yet it's binged in still in schools in the US because the structure over there is a whole that's yeah, a podcast yeah. in itself <laughs> but um no it is i think if people start to really kind of adapt themselves and try new things they'll find something that that works for them you know i i 100 agree and it's it's on the same lines of like i suppose with meditation people think oh you need to do an hour or you need to do this like crazy 40 minutes and you have to be in this zone i was like no you need to breathe for four minutes and then when you get really comfortable with breathing for four minutes you add a minute and then you might do some like just breathe in slowly and whatever this whole thing of clearing your mind is like no the whole point of meditation is shit comes in and it goes right out you don't dwell on it yeah you don't acknowledge it yes you just accept it and move on and if you start acknowledging it you you are dwelling on it you focus back on your breathing to get rid of it again and a lot of things that we do in daily life are we hold on to them because of the emotional attachment to them but in the realistic terms 
and, and, and in all honesty they're not that important like shit happens like all the time at FSM at, at home and it's the emotional trigger that holds you to it of course when when you actually go a step back actually that's my how I feel about that and that's I don't need to feel that way because that's what's happened let's assess it let's move on from it and then you you start to build that and I think breeding the cold and I th- personally I think doing the cold therapy work for me years ago and then still still doing today is one of the big things I know if I'm having a shitty week or shitty day uh, I know that either getting into water booking an appointment or having a cold shower just it's just it, it, it's a reset yeah, of course, and invigorating, it, it, yeah, energetic. And then you just kind of go, right, if I'm willing to do that, and I'm willing to get through that, and then relax, and your brain just, it's just, I, I find I get a lot clearer, he, clear-headed, and I'm able to go about it again. And I think that's huge for people. I think people like, and what like you're offering and what you're doing for people is huge. And just in general, we need as a species, we need an awful lot more of this and less of, this yeah i do sure. love this and i go yeah well, i love it, it, I you know what, there's, yeah. and i think um there is a place for for social media and the phone and like for me the, the big thing that i found initially when i when i started off grid and when i started to, to work on on the social side of things as well was i realized how quickly i was being played by social media as, a, mm. as opposed to utilizing it so i was spending an unprecedented amount of time on my own personal social medias yeah like that yeah it's constant gratification it's constant it's imagery it's like it's it's designed to make you stay there yeah but what the one of the big pushes for me was like i just kind of deleted the, the, the personal social media apps from from my personal phone yeah and now i just i'm logged into the social media for work yeah. on the work phone so i have no kind of connection to my own social media and now i'm making social media work for me as opposed to being operated by the system yeah. so it does like i don't think you can be a business in this day and age without having social media on your no side. no you need it and it's a part you, you need a bit of everything and that's something that i think a lot of guys think that they their personal pages is where it all like it depends on if if, you, if your goal is to be a personal influencer and what you're doing is what you're trying to sell but if you have a company um like i, I still have a personal facebook page which i, I very rarely use i have i do do the instagram but that's that's for my own for more for people to see the podcast of course because i did i didn't want to start a whole yeah, new of, yeah, live, live, for that, yeah. i think um, I, I think instagram kind of really does play that yeah. it plays the umbrella effect on a lot yeah. of it but um i think like a big piece of advice that i could give to somebody in terms of the social media side or somebody that's looking to go out on their own and do their own thing is you are your brand but yeah. you're also yourself so yeah. keep keep your personal personal and like that if you are starting out and you're creating a social media for your business get in front of the camera be be a part of your brand but then also on the back side of it when you let that go you're your own yeah. person you know um, and once you can create something that resonates look look i don't want to be getting in front of the camera all day and talking on me on the, the off-grid social media yeah. i just want people to see who i am and acknowledge who i am so that when they do see me they're like oh they feel initially comfortable with you yeah. because that was something i was finding was a bit like <clears throat> was so strange like when people initially seen me from the get-go in awkward they're like they chat to me for a minute and then they're like do you own this place yeah and i'm like yeah i own this place in a white robe yeah exactly like, yeah yeah kind of gliding through the floor I, i'm not your, i'm not your, exactly i'm not your average joe like i don't look like i'm supposed to um kind of fit into that situation so yeah. it's a bit it's a bit of a culture shock for a lot of people when they see somebody like me a young guy 
kind of heavily tattooed and like I like to be comfortable in walking I yeah. like to wear what what represents who I am and, yeah. and also it's it's about not creating this structure or system that, yeah. that's consistently in place this, everywhere you go this fake kind of well it's off grid I need to be more tree hugger like yeah and I need to be hey guys <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like hey how's it going and I think that's a big because it's you're building a brand but you're building a brand off your character exactly which if you're not trying to be you then I, I think you're losing already and then who who the hell are you trying to be you're, because you're acting you're acting into a role people see fake all the time I, like when you look at social media look at different coaches and look at different businesses and you know the person that's behind it and you're like but that's not who that person is and that person is actually a really really cool person if they just put themselves their their character into the business now if you want a complete separation and that's fine but i think part of it is like this part is, of it is community if, this, if you want you want to build a community exactly yeah. I, and that's why that's what i want with off like i think oh like it's it's going to be an exciting few years for the mm. brand because we're we're in a unprecedented position at the moment like the space that we have is absolutely stunning oh well uh, i i yeah, I'm not gonna lie. When I said when you said come down, you told me where it was. I was like, it's upstairs. That's a, it's a small thing. It'll be a room. It'll be this. And then when I walked in, and you walked in, and you walked through, and I was like, okay, now now I see it. It's, it's fucking. It's huge. Yeah. The place is huge, and it's 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 well neat. It's it's like it's. Yeah, you, you definitely. I definitely underestimated the size of the building because I kind of well, I know that area. I know that building. I know kind of what was in there before. Um, so yeah, it's not it's not big. It's not huge. I just thought it was a studio, and yeah. you converted the studio into a few small rooms. I honestly, I thought it was something the size of where we showed you upstairs. Yeah, upstairs. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, just that. But there's that, and Plus. then there's the rest of it. Exactly. Um, which is which is brilliant. So I think there's that that wow factor, and that, that's actually one thing that I've always tried to do here. Uh, I like, and, and it was it was taught to me ages ago is that you're always looking for that when someone walks into your building. It's wow. Yeah. First thing, walk into the bathrooms. Wow, they're clean. There's loads of toddler all there. The hand soap's full. It's a nice smell. Yeah. You know, like and it's I, attacking I, people at all angles. It's, yeah. Because you never like I always when I look around, I go. I always look at everything because a business owner, it's just one of the things like a chair, like this bathroom clean and tidy. Because it's, it's it's a pet peeve um, to walk in and see stuff like that. But it's that wow factor. And when you walk into when you walk into that room and you see the sauna, and you're like, yeah, you're like. Yeah, wow there's a wow factor it's, to it and that's a big i think that's a it's a big thing because it's slightly underestimated but then it's it's nailed exactly as well for sure <laughs> yeah. and i think um like that like we were saying there when people do come into off grid that's such it's such an amazing experience to to feed off of of people because they get this like real kind of outburst of energy yeah initially they're in a small little hallway and the beauty of off grid is it's nestled on like a single door frame yeah. on the brain main street it looks like absolutely nothing you come up a large set of stairs you're in the reception area it still looks like nothing when you branch off and you if you're going in for a contrast therapy session once that door opens yeah you've got a beautiful mezzanine spiral staircase you've got a huge like up to the third story and then obviously you go into the sauna rooms and that was something i really wanted to focus on to create something that was very unique in its in its look you know in its yeah. image and i think we really nailed that um, oh big time like even even the guy who like the the company that we got the the ice baths from they don't come like that yeah they don't there's no they come cord and shell nothing else uh pipe coming out the back everything 
And when I used to, like when we originally put them in there, I was like, they have to be boxed in. That yeah, has yeah. to look like this. This. <laughs> and he actually came. He was installing one somewhere up the north for a private client, mm. and he was like, oh, I'm gonna be in up the north for for a day. I'll spin down and see how you're getting on. I said, yeah, absolutely, no problem. He came down. He was like. I can't believe you've made my product <laughs> look yeah. better than I've made my product. He's like, I have to go home and get this installed in my house. Like, I have to get this boxed in yeah, because yeah. this just takes this thing to a different level. Oh, but it does because it's, it's super neat. Yeah, it's, it's super neat. And it just looks like that's, in all fairness, it looks like that's the way you bought it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's what I kind of had hoped uh, was, was to create an image that it didn't look altered, but it also looked like the, fin the finish to it yeah. was still part of the standard package, you know? And yeah, I, you know, I just wanted to create something a bit different. I wanted, like you say, like there is a lot of these these places popping up, and I do think they all have a place in the mm. world. But I just I wanted something that was just a little bit more. I wanted to provide a, a better style of service, yeah, with a better product in a private environment, which is not really what's being done at the moment. Yeah, yeah. and I think people are still body conscious and are always going to be body conscious and I think people enjoy their privacy and that's something that they should embrace like we were chatting about earlier yeah. on so giving them having that optimal amount of space is a blessing because it gives me the ability to do that and on the back of that it's in, it's helped me to create some amazing relationships already we're only yeah. coming into our tour month of business we've already got a masseuse who's in house with us mm -hmm. she's also a shiatsu practitioner amazing woman super friendly incredible at our job super passionate but it's given me a space to allow her to grow her business. Yeah, she's part of our our brand, but she's her own business, mm. and she doesn't have huge huge overheads. She's not tied into any long term leases. Her, her she's able to bring in new clients through my business. Yeah, but it also helps my business because we work in sync with each other. Yeah. We're able to do cross promotion, and it gives me the ability to know okay in the future when she does decide to go on her own, I was able to help her. I was able yeah. to help her get a leg up so that and give a reference you know yeah look i was with this guy for two three years and i've moved on i've got my own place and that was for me was the the hardship of getting that property you yeah. know although it is it's amazing to sit down in the middle of an hour and we were only chatting about this before the podcast like you're never happy you know yeah. I'm, I'm, and it's a crazy thing because like everybody that comes in is like wow you should be so proud of this achievement and i'm like i'm like i don't have time to be proud i yeah. just i need to keep moving forward when sometimes when you do step back and you kind of have a look and you're like yeah i've created something amazing and it's only for a very 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 small moment mm. that you get that but for for somebody to to come into your brand and be an amazing part of the culture there it's great so we've already got Catherine involved yeah and now we've just secured a physiotherapist who's oh. local to bray as well Brilliant. so now the off-grid kind of calendar is about to evolve again we've mm. got physiotherapy sports massage deep tissue cupping dry needling yeah we've got your uh, we've got shiatsu we've got traditional massage we've got custom massage we've also now we've got the saunas contrast mm. therapy normatech and we're three months in the door so yeah. it's the, the the menu is expanding we've also done a link up with catalyst so they're yeah. going to be supplying the coffee so I, I kind of found out early on that if you if you create a great network of people who are like-minded and who want to push forward everybody can win once oh, you yeah. have once you've got and I, I think network. I think that's a big thing. So, the one thing that we were, you were you were kind of we were talking about is that you're never happy, and well, not that you're never happy, but yeah. you're always never satisfied. satisfied. You're never satisfied. You're always looking for the next big thing. And like I'm one hundred percent the same. And but you do, like you say, you do have to find that um, that little moment where you can go, yeah, no, that was good. But I think that's part of why it's going to be successful 
because you're always looking like how can you improve how are you saying how can you network better how can you provide a better service to the clientele coming in and build a community around it and like i think i don't know if i said this before but originally did like the four pillars of fsm um community was number four the community is number one now and i changed that and over lockdown i realized i was like i need the community because community like strength training yes 100 percent everything else like what we do here but the community was key and if you're not making the community the factor unless it's an elite of an elite and you only work with elites um and it's a one-to-one kind of situation then yeah you kind of need to double down on community and with yours like what you're offering now like people can go there and have a like pretty much a full day yeah well, to was... themselves Exactly, and even or the, even with a few people because you have that. We do we capacity. do offer group um, group sessions and stuff, but we we do try to keep, keep the group sessions like f- to a minimum as well. Kind yeah, of maxed out at six to four people. <laughs> no, but you know we actually we want to, I want to move into a space of like events hosting for mm. private health and wellness events yeah. or for for talks. You know, like if we can get some speakers in and have the space to do that, and then also for breathwork facilitation mm. and. Just, just a place. If somebody wants something a bit unique or a bit different for a team building for yeah. for a business, like we're able to obviously bring in that kind of environment where people are already going to have their guard down. They're going to feel a lot more relaxed. Yeah, they're going to be bringing on new experiences that they haven't already have. But then on the backside of that, I still want to keep it nice and personable, and also kind of customizable to like two two people is a is a beautiful number. Yeah, if you've got two people coming in, and now that we've got the physiotherapist. A lot of people are, are super busy nowadays and, and they're, they're they're moving a lot of pieces on the board mm. throughout their lifestyle. So if you've got like a physiotherapist who also does sports massage and you're saying to you, like, okay, I really want to go do that, but you and your partner have something, or we, we this is our day, this is what we do on yeah. this day, having the ability to say, okay, you know what, I'm going to go do the deep tissue massage, I'm going to arrange for you to have like an aromatherapy massage mm. or a relaxing back massage, and then we're going to finish off and we're both going to do a double contrast session where we get to relax. Yeah. And at the end of it, it's even an, an invigorating experience for them to push each other while being in the ice bath and stuff. Yeah. So it is, it's it's creating like a, a repertoire of what we have. It's it's everything, you know, it's a full package. It's not just this is what we're providing and this is all we do. Yeah. Like, And I think that's that's going to be the, the kind of the track going forward. You know, I want to keep growing and keep building in off-grid. So yeah, the next few months I think are really going to be wild. I've got some some big plans. I'm Good. I actually I know a guy that does a lot of breeding work. Uh, Jody Kendi's been on the show as well. So he's if he if he hasn't put seen him, you, put him in touch with me. I'd like to I chat will. to him. I'd like to chat to everybody because I know he's he's building a course out at the moment for breeding work workshops and stuff like that. So uh, he only it was on talking to him last week about that. So uh, yeah, I'll say it to him when I when I see him next. Um, but so with, with that, and I know like well, just one other thing that you're doing, but um with the growth so what is the are you like is the goal multiple off grids um like or have you thought that far I'm, like, if yeah you're, of course you, no um, look um like the, the goal the goal is to create is to create is at the moment the goal is to create a space where we have that community mm. involvement we have multiple people under one umbrella with the same ambition the same goal all helping each other to progress yeah so the goal at the moment is to to build that ecosystem to, to build a, a fully functioning machine that, yeah. that operates perfectly and there's obviously going to be little slip-ups and mess-ups and stuff but we have a fully functioning business and 
like that was something that I wasn't really privy to prior to getting involved with this. So I obviously yeah. had a small business prior to this and that was nothing compared to what we're doing at the moment. But it's just building this the, the proper support system for yeah. controlling the business and making sure things are done the correct way. But the goal in the future is to kind of move in a couple of different directions with off-grid. Like I would, I'd love to to put it out there and have like the big, hairy, audacious goal and buy like a, a plot of land in Wicklow somewhere yeah. attached to a river and create like a full retreat for people to come and, and go off grid spend yeah. time away from society where it's it's much more tailored towards it's not a retreat where you go in and you're, you're okay you've got at 12 o'clock you're doing this and one o'clock you're doing, it's self-serving you can yeah, do what yeah. you like just and, kind of yeah go around and, do, and do, do you you know and realistically the 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 health and wellness space is only progressing it's getting mm. bigger it's there's more money coming into it so i think in the next five to ten years we're only going to see huge advancements in the technology yeah. that can be provided so yeah, we've still I've still got a lot of stuff in the pipeline that's going to be coming in the next year or two. Mm. But ten years time, uh, like I still want to have that staple in Bray because yeah. I want that community. I think it's it's an asset to the community. It's something that people can go enjoy, feel invigorated. Boy, it's deeply relaxing. It's super affordable, which yeah. is something that I wanted to make sure people could integrate into their lifestyle and make them feel better. You know, on a weekly or bi weekly yeah. basis. But then yeah, obviously kind of branch out with the brand and moving as as many directions as possible mm. you know off grid i think is that's why i, I named the social media off grid space yeah because that's the space off grid is is me it's the lifestyle it's the brand you know yeah. so i think um going forward yeah i would love to have that kind of retreat style in in wicklow now that's like 10 to 15 years down the line but that's how far i'm seeing you know yeah. that's what i'm seeing the, the brand has that much potential but i think and you, you need to have that kind of even if it's just an idea in the back of the brain because uh, obviously your focus is the now and what's coming next three six nine uh, months. Uh, like for us, it's the 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 big goal is a youth only training center. Amazing. Like I just want to work. Like have a dedicated training center that we only deal with youths because that's where we're driven. That's where I want to move. Pretty much the company. Like we love, I love working with the adults. I love it. We'll never get rid of it. It's, it's like obviously it's been, it's, it's the reason why I opened the place in the first place. But where I see the future, what I want to see, and it could be a whole separate entity of FSM, a branch off of FSM. So there's FSM, then there's FSM youth. But yeah, I would have because right now we were limited to time frames because we have our adults in, and then our teens and kids are only get limited time. I'd love to give them more two things happen i get a second facility or i get a much bigger facility where i can run concurrent classes uh whichever one comes first is the kind of goal but that's a a long-term goal like five to ten years down the line i'm in no rush to get there of course um but yeah like having those having those kind of goals like you're in bray moving out the one thing and you kind of alluded to like having slip up is that as you grow there's more you're adding another cog yeah and then those cogs and then things start and then there would be a point where you would as the owner slash manager have to remove yourself which then allows and i think that's the thing with um was it never expect a hundred percent yeah someone trying course. to do your job 80 percent is good enough but you'll never be happy with the 80 percent because you're the creator and I found that for me personally was a hard thing stepping back from coaching and then running the business, stepping out of it, like actually running the company rather than being in the company, which was a big thing for me. 
because uh, I was the face. Like, yeah, you, you walked into the FSM, you, 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 you created made it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's yeah. essentially one of your kids. It's something that you've 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 spent countless hours yeah. on, spent sleepless nights on. You, the the fear, the constant worrying that yeah. people don't tend to talk as much about. You know, and and that is something that's always in the back of your mind. What if what if this doesn't come true, or what if what if we get a sudden drop in memberships, or yeah. what if what if nobody books for two weeks? And so yeah, they're, they're not people tend to not talk about that and. But that's what creates that kind of iron mindset about yeah. your your product and about your business and about what you're doing. So, like you said, like you giving a hundred percent is giving everything. It's giving, mm. and you know what the, the the bad thing or the, the kind of negative side of, of that is a lot of what you do in your personal life takes a big toll. Oh yeah. On the fact that you're giving this one hundred percent, like I can tell you comfortably now, like my my level of fitness went spiked down. Yeah. My, like communication skills were with my partner went down because I was so boxed up and I was so stressed and so worried that I was like what's the point I'm, I'm constantly unloading yeah. half the shit on her anyway so when she's saying what's like you're not doing you're not talking you know what's is everything okay and you're just like yeah it's cool it's cool but in the background you think fuck me I'm drowning a little yeah. bit here but you don't want to keep putting stuff on on her you know because then the pressure mounts even more because she's thinking he's going to work stress he's coming home stress yeah. like what if this doesn't work and then that added stress comes back on you again yeah so yeah i think um there is a very fine line that you need to find in terms of business management yeah. and business ownership because you can get ingested by it and i have to say for the last like prior to off grids opening i was ingested by it mm. there was so much that went on pre actually having keys in hand yeah. and so many letdowns and so many ups and downs and like but it, that, but that's that's part of like people think like oh well i'm going to avoid all that if you're it's, opening a company, you're not going to avoid all that. It's it's acknowledging it. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, I'm in this and I need to understand it. Because that happened with us. Like I was doing every every hour that God, uh, God gave me to try and get the company up and running. Uh, I never seen. The only reason I got to see Susan was because she turned up to train five, six days a week. Mm. And that was the only time. And then when we had a kid. And it was the thing that the big one was for me was there was three days in a row I didn't see my kid. Yeah, when, like I, was up, when I, I had to get up too early before he was up I got to go into the room when he was sleeping or if he woke up in the middle of the night maybe I got to go in and feed him um, or settle him down but there was three days where I actually didn't get to see my kid and now I was like that, that's it I can't so I just went right I need to find the people that can help me get out of this and even at that me and like Susan we had a bit of a break and she, she calls it the joke um and it was and the the reason why we uh, we worked it out was because i was so stressed i was like you're not doing enough to her yeah and i was reading i'm not putting anything into this i i stepped off because i'm so busy and because i'm so busy you need to be supporting me and she was but then i was like well i'm not supporting you i'm not like i'm not in the relationship you are and then i'm expecting more from you and i need more leeway <laughs> yeah yeah and i was like well, i want i want everything and i want to give nothing back in return yeah and i was like well you're being a dick and when i came to that conclusion and we've never been happier we end up getting married and now we've two kids and you know what the acknowledgement is a strong thing that a lot of people it's very hard yeah. very hard to take and well. I've, I've only really come kind of come around to that myself in in the last couple of months because i was pretty much in the same situation as yourself like i was i was and <clears throat> with off grid like having such a large premises it, although it is an amazing thing to have yeah it also adds an exponential amount of overheads and costs yeah. to your business because 
now something that would have only cost X amount for a small area of space mm. to, in order to get the whole thing fabricated or done costs three or four times that amount. Yeah. So one of the things I tried to do was curb costs like by t- ingesting a lot and doing yeah. it myself. So there was days where I was working on the fabrication for 16 hours, 18 mm. hours. I wasn't sleeping. I was coming home. I was just like have a couple of hours sleep, have a shower, have something to eat and go back and just do it all again the next day. Yeah. And so there was a very big period of time where I was so disconnected from everything. And then to to try reconnect after we, I didn't get an opportunity to try reconnect mm. because as soon as we opened then, I was thinking, shit, I've got these massive overheads. I've got to pay bills. I've got to do this. I've got to make sure that the marketing's on point. I've got to, mm. I've got to generate money. I've got, to, yeah. I've got to make money now. I've, I've done, I've walked the walk and now I've got to talk the talk. And everything else just kind of fell by the wayside. Like personal relationship with with, me, with my partner, friendships, like all of those things just really took a big backseat. And now I'm only getting back into the position where I'm starting to acknowledge like, fuck, like you got to pull the finger out here yeah. and start being much more aware when you're at home and also stop taking things for granted. Things that are just done because my partner is doing it, you know what yeah. I mean? And then I'm just... It's like yeah, it's, it's done. Like what? But she still works full time job. She's still doing a whole own thing on the on the side. Yeah. She's still trying to live her life. So like that, you're you're taking, 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 but you're giving nothing back to the relationship. Yeah. So now I'm really working on that now at the moment, and things are, are moving in, in a much better direction. And like that, I've been blessed with somebody who has supported me through such a long period of time, and, yeah. and and every vision I've had or every goal I've ever wanted to achieve, she's been there beside me. So yeah. it's only fair that. I start to do the same, you know what I mean? Well, that, and, and that's, and I think that's a, it's a big lesson. And I think, like, for most people, you can only learn it by going through it. Yeah. I don't like, well, like, if you're listening to this and you're about to, oh, I'm going to open a business next month, and it's like, yeah, I'm going to avoid all that. You're not. No. Your shit's going to hit the fan. You're going to have those issues. You mightn't be in it as much because you might become a little bit more aware, but you're going to have to go through those things as uh, a startup, as a business owner, if you're in a relationship because everything takes a backseat to pretty much your your baby your pride and joy yeah. uh, until you get to a point where you can step off and even like as you say like when you start stepping off you're still there like still when you're there. out with your friends you're still thinking about it when you're when you're at home watching a movie stuff pops into your head and i'm i'm the worst like something pop into my brain i'm like uh like and even i'll give you an example this is because susan came home i had a video on uh, this guy I follow, I like his video. She goes, that would look really good if that was FSM at reception. And I was like, oh, I never thought of that. She goes, <laughs> yeah. but you're not buying anything till after March, the end of March, April. You said you wouldn't. And I was like, yeah, I know, but you, you just put it in my head now. Now that's all I can think about. I've actually redesigned the reception in the last two seconds in my brain and now I need to... I need to implement I need to get that done. Yeah, she goes, vision, you're a yeah, fucking yeah. idiot. I said, you told me. You can't, you know what I'm like, but uh, obviously I'm not going to do it because it's, it's a big thing. But it was just you like yourself yeah, when you see to, something is like, yeah, no, okay. I can yeah, I can adapt that to yeah. to, to off grid. I can adapt that to, yeah. to mine and make it make it mine. And as know? you said, like there's 101 things you could be doing that would be better benefit for sure. But that one that one in your head takes, <laughs> yeah. takes precedence, you know. Yeah, yeah. But do you know what? On on the flip side of what you say there is, um, see about not buying anything until like until March or April. Yeah like this is for for the business yeah yeah and do you find that for me personally i was quite like uh superficial i, I like to spend money on clothes like all this kind of stuff for a long period of time just like 
new phone, new, mm. new laptop, watch, all of this kind of stuff. But then, like, by going through that really kind of hard phase of, of struggling with the business, getting yeah. the business to a standpoint where it needed to be, and then obviously all the other kind of attachments that come with that, you're expecting, okay, this is what the forecast is gonna it's gonna cost this much. Yeah. You may as well nearly double that because it never costs what you think it's yeah. gonna cost. But on the flip side of that, one of the positives that's come out of it is I no longer have any necessity for any material thing that I used to yeah. want. Like every like you say now, I I would never sit there and and be looking at a new pair of shoes or a, or a new <laughs> new motorbike. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm constantly just thinking for the job what like what can what can i get for off grid like so yeah, it's all yeah, about yeah. now i'm looking at, at at things that benefit the business and can can make me money so mm. my mindset has switched to okay don't worry about me like or you've done enough of yeah. looking after you now it's time to start looking after you financially by, yeah. by putting the money back into your business and eventually system. that will balance itself out where the business is able to then start looking after you because, exactly like and a lot of people like and i, I people you have this conversation quite regularly with people that don't own businesses is like the whole purpose well one of the main reasons of opening a company is yes you want to provide a service and i i, I always believe that helping people is my goal but also i want to be in a position where i don't need to worry about paying the rent or i don't need to worry about uh getting my kids something for school I want to be so financially secure that I can then invest my time into helping more people, of course. which is a bigger goal. But if you're like, is that if you if you if you love what you do, you'll never work a day. You're like, if you're not getting paid, you're going to eventually resent what you love. And I was there. I had burnout where I and I I did a video for members a few years back, and I was literally I recorded it in a December, and then I waited a full year before I posted it because I posted the results afterwards and I was literally the, the video was it goes something like this like I have my head in my hands before I go downstairs and coach you guys for the next four hours and then when they all said that they were like we had not and I was, we only joined and you're always like let's go let's get to it yeah, I said yeah, I'm yeah, a very, <clears throat> very good actor you've turned it on because if I went down and I showed you was exactly where I was did we would we would have crashed and crumbled um and like coming out of that was a big thing but that's uh but in the company needed to make money of course and as much as i love coaching i got to a point where i actually resented coaching i resented the job that i love to do that's a bad place to be especially and i think that happens to a lot of business owners when they start something up and it becomes so overwhelming that they can't get themselves out of it or they're not making they're eventually not making money to live a life where they can enjoy the job again because i think there's a roller coaster there that people go through for sure but it takes a few years like as people think oh yeah i'm gonna be a millionaire in a, in a month no you're gonna have to put in the work and your sacrifices and all that and and i think if that's the initial goal i'm gonna be a millionaire like that's the wrong goal that's the wrong goal yeah. and if it is the you look financial security is obviously is one of the is one of the big goals that everybody is trying to move yeah. towards <clears throat> But not don't cloud. You shouldn't cloud the path if you if you feel like yeah. that. I feel very similar in terms of like that. I want to help people. I want like I always want to help people. You know, yeah. like, I put myself in a position to be able to give back to others to to help what they're doing. Or if they're stuck in a certain position, whether it be just a conversation or with off grid, yeah. like the 
the kind of sensation that I'm getting from it or people are giving me back is that it is helping them, which is yeah. a great thing. So having something that you're you're truly passionate about, whether it be coaching, whether it be me with off grid, whether mm. it be anything, if it's if you're passionate about serving ice cream, once you're passionate about oh, what yeah. you're doing, yeah. it's a big factor because like the ninety nine percent of the population go through life kicking and screaming because they're unhappy at work yeah. and they come home and they're unhappy at home because of work and it's a hard thing to go through because I've been there myself. I've yeah. been in a position where I was I was young. I was working in in a, a very good job of what like society would have deemed to have a, a great salary and successful. Mm. And I was moving up and there was progression available and stuff like that. But I was miserable. I was yeah. depressed because I was like, I hate this job. Every every day it was the same the same route to work, the same drive to work mm. every single morning. I knew when I got to the bend coming into Sandyford, bumper to bumper traffic and. Just going in, the pressure you're under and work, for what? For To line the pockets of somebody else. And mm. I was like, look, I have more. I know I have more. I can feel it. This burning mm. desire to, to be better and do better. Like, I don't want to be just punching numbers. And look, don't get me wrong. Some people are, are happy in their job and they're happy to do yeah. that. And absolutely, if you are happy to do that, then do you know what? Your passion probably isn't for entrepreneurship. You have other passions in your life, which is amazing. Yeah. But and I think people don't understand that. They, they don't understand that like, oh, well, if you don't, oh, I don't have a passion. I said, everyone has a passion. You mightn't have found it, but it mightn't be a career passion. No. It might it not be, be a transition into something completely different. It could be gardening, swimming. It could be uh, carpentry. It doesn't matter what it is, but you have a passion and then you have a lifestyle that supports your passion. Um, but yeah, a lot of people, like you said, like, like when you, I remember you told me that story the last time we were like, you, the job you had, you were doing really well. You were highly successful from the from from the, the get go. From the get go, we were going at six months. You had a team. I was, I was moving in a in a in a trajectory that was unprecedented yeah. in that business as well. Like the, I was, I got to a position where I was kind of managing yeah. people who were like 35, 40 years of age at the time. I was like twenty three, yeah. chip on the shoulder. And a big mouth, and that was what essentially had got me the job. Like I was moving because of how my mouth moved, mm. and, and a lot of the time people play up on that, like, "Oh yeah, you can do it," and and you start to believe it. You start yeah. to believe your own hype, but then it got to a point where the peak just started to crash because yeah. I was like, "This isn't sustainable." What I'm doing here every day, I come here, I'm tortured. I mm. hate it. I I hate who I'm becoming through it because yeah. like that, I was going home and I was just projecting onto onto Shannon, onto my onto yeah. my partner. Like it was like. I've had this kind of day in work. I've had this. And can you imagine that's the initial conversation we're having? Like when we see each other, one of the first things coming out of my mouth is just negativity. negativity yeah. Negative. So that drips down into your relationship. She's thinking, Jesus Christ, every time this guy comes home, mm. it's just the same story. So yeah, to, to get away from that was one of the, the the best opportunities I ever had. And like that, it's oh, it's something on the on the flip side that I'm struggling with now is that I was just able to cut toys with that and run. Yeah. And I, did, I like that's been it's been a big factor in my life for a very long time like I've done a, I've done a good bit of travelling abroad and stuff and anytime she hit the fan I'm like right peace I'm out and I yeah. just go and live somewhere like I call, try integrate somewhere else you know I've done Australia I've done Canada I've done all over Asia so mm. it, but now having this uh, I'm, I'm stuck to this but now like there, there isn't anywhere I'd rather be but it is also such a unique sensation for me because now I know what it's like to have to have bought a house or to yeah. have a child without having those things because essentially you're you can't yeah. move you're not you're immobile you're not able to just cut toys and run yeah, yeah so but the the kind of positive note on that is that i don't want to cut toys and run although yeah. there is times where i'm like jesus christ <laughs> I, I, wish, I wish somebody had come in and take this off my hands yeah 90 uh, percent of the time i'm like no i love it i love i love that 
to, to be able to sit there and, and even I seen something the other day and it was just like it, it, something so beautiful as being able to get up in the morning and saying I can do what I want mm. and and that is like if I want to go have a coffee and and sit on the laptop and work at a coffee shop yeah. it gives me that ability which is something that I love because I'm not great at being mm. that's what I found with yeah. that other role I was stuck doing the same thing the same same structure yeah. and I'm not a structured more, person more freedom to it like I in all fairness I love and it's one thing I've missed is going right I'm going to spend the next four hours in a coffee shop doing my work and I'm quite productive in a coffee shop I don't know I need noise in the background yeah yeah uh, just, I just get it I, I get it um, so Dean we're going to wrap it up I've, I've, I've had nice. you here for good 54 minutes now um, it's probably a good thing you do because yeah. I'd be off for another 54 minutes man so would I I will talk <laughs> yeah. I will talk the only reason I said the last, the last podcast we had because like he was literally waiting to go on another call I was like and I would have talked to that guy forever as well um, but the last question I want to put you in I've put it to anyone I've had actually on like to talk with uh, in person is what is your biggest fear because a lot of people say what's your goal what's your dream and I like those things but what is, and it could be about the business, it could be personal. Um, and I always, like, and I, I've explained my one multiple times already, but I'll, I'll throw a kind of rough guide of what it is. My one is not being the dad I want to be to my kids, right? And I'm a dad, so that's different. Like, if you, like, and uh, one of the other guys was um, failing at work because of his job. Yeah, of course. Uh, just something like that. So, what, what do you think would be something that you would fear to happen? And it's pretty much because you're responsible for it yeah what what would be my biggest fear oh do you know it's not even failure because i've, I've failed like oh, I've, I've, I've had i've had business failures and stuff like that which has given me those lessons i'd say my my biggest fear oh, it's a tough one it's, it's a very good one because it's like yeah it's something that you don't really think like it's and you know what it's probably something that slips into you into your life every day but you just don't yeah I'd probably be Jesus no you're going to have to give me a minute now to think about this because this is a I should have gave you that question you should have gave me you should have <laughs> given me that question before. like I would have had that hook line and sinker we can edit nah, we can edit this bit no nah, no nah, no nah, nah, we'll get it we'll get it don't worry give me like one more minute just to go deep in me brain um, what's my biggest fear do you know what? my biggest fear is probably living up to the expectations that other people set for me mm instead of living up to the expectations that I set for myself because people see you as a certain way they see mm. you as in they 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 create an image of you based on on what they perceive or what yeah. they think and a lot of the time I find that we as a civilization we we go off of what other people think of us or how other people perceive us as opposed to how we perceive ourselves we don't tend to to act out our natural being because yeah. because we're not not that we're not comfortable with it but we're oppressed by the scenarios that other people have for us and a prime example is that is if you're in your group setting and you're you're a funny guy in the group mm. you act into that you act into that role you, it's an expectation it's an expectation you so when you're not being funny people are like oh it's, you're, you're not being a funny guy so i think for me it's more about moving in a direction that that i i have set out this and i'm gonna go for it as opposed to your own other, your own validation yeah <clears throat> as opposed yeah. to what other people think of me because look I think not everybody's gonna like it and that's just a factor in life and the more time like more than likely or 
most of the time we kind of play on that like oh yeah we want people to like us but if you want if to, everyone likes you you're not you're, you're not who you, you want to be exactly so yeah, yeah no for me it's, it's it's definitely that yeah no that's uh it took you a while, but it, it took was a me very a while. Good but yeah, I got it. I got it. Answer, it was, it was in there answer. somewhere. Yeah. It was in there somewhere. So yeah, yeah my own personal validation is just yeah. making sure I'm being true to who I am and 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 not being afraid to speak. And I yeah. think that's something that a lot of people do and uh, being vulnerable and putting themselves out there. They don't do it because they're afraid of their vulnerability. Yeah. Afraid of what people are going to think. Who gives a shit what people are going to think? Because we're all so caught up in our own lives anyway. Exactly. That it only goes in one ear and out yeah. the other, and then. You're, you're back on to worrying about the things that you worry about in your exactly. life, about your yeah. mortgage, about your kids, about paying the bills, about paying the rent at FSM or mm. off-grid. So like that, we're not really as important as we think we are to other people. So yeah. if you're self-validated and you're you're pushing forward and only caring what you think, sky's the limit. There is no limit, you know? That's it. Dean, thank you very much for being on the show. No it's problem been at a all. pleasure. Guys, I'm going to put the links to off-grid uh, the social media if you haven't uh, if you don't know check it out book an appointment come to Bray have a Catalyst I would coffee I appreciate it help me pay my bills yes uh, <laughs> and also I'll give you guys an amazing experience once of a client in Ireland yes um, so guys thank you for listening to the show don't forget to like and subscribe uh, it means a lot to me because we're trying to grow this we're doing a show every week in 2022 and if it goes well we're going to do it uh, we're just going to make that continue it's I like talking to people like Dean and just having conversations and getting to pick brains and uh, it's 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 a nice hobby I love it and if it could be more than that it would be an added aspect to what I do Amazing. so I am out see you all soon on the back note of that I want to sponsor the next FSM podcast okay so there you go Perfect. so Offgrid is now going to sponsor the next FSM podcast so Brilliant. whoever comes through we'll give them a session at Offgrid we'll also give you an opportunity to give some people like a, an opportunity to win like a day at Offgrid yeah so we'll get the whole thing covered yeah brilliant alright man no problem we'll at all get there. perfect peace you're listening to the Live Live Play Podcast